Welcome everyone. So fired up to be here today with you and bring you the guests that I have. Why? Because are you wondering why people are getting so sick these days? Are you wondering like, is there something that you could be doing to help you avoid getting into that rut of I'm getting sick again, I'm getting sick again, or I'm, I'm not, I have no energy. Well, that is who I'm bringing you today. She is an expert in this whole idea of energy work. You might be, you might be like, what? Hillary, what are you talking about? We're going to break this down and you're going to walk away with tips today on how you can do it. Sarah Lescano is the founder of Ray Zen Energy, where she is an energy healer. She's an instructor. She's a best-selling author, and she has helped hundreds of clients around the world recover their health and reclaim their lives. She is a recognized holistic and energy healing expert and has been featured on Your Health Magazine, on TV. It is her passion to help people discover the root cause of their health problems and move forward in health freedom. I decided I'm going to give it a try before we even had this conversation or have this conversation today. So I had the privilege of actually taking Sarah up on an opportunity to do this whole energy clearing session. And I'm going to share my results with you today as well. You're listening to The Relaunch Podcast, and I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, best-selling author, speaker, and transformational coach widely recognized in the worlds of neuropsychology and business launches, which cultivated the one and only 3HQ method, helping midlife women, yep, that's me too, rebuild a life of purpose, possibility, and inspiring business ventures. Each week, We'll be diving into the stories that brought upon the most inspirational relaunches while sharing the methods and the secrets that they learned along the way so that you too can have not just an ordinary relaunch, but an extraordinary relaunch. So Sarah, welcome to the relaunch. So happy you're here. Thank you, Hillary. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. And I think that there is this, you know, kind of like woo-woo, what's going on. And, and, and I always say, who knew woo could be so good for you, right? If we can have <laughs> small takeaways today and an understanding and leveraging and leveling up our understanding of it, the people listening right now, I got to say, you may find that one nugget, that one pearl, as I talk about so often, in what Sarah is going to say that literally could change your life. So Sarah, can you walk through your your big relaunch? And I know you've had several, but I'd love to understand your career decision to get in here, because this is not where you started out. And share with us, how did you start your relaunch journey into the healing energy space? Well, Hillary, it's a wonderful story. I'll, I'll try to keep it brief. I was a corporate, um, trained as an en- two engineering degrees, traveling for a living, doing consulting, training, working for a company that worked with Fortune 40 customers. And I thought I was living the dream. I, I got pregnant with my first child and I got about a food poisoning. And that food poisoning completely dragged my health into the toilet uh, within about two weeks. So what I now that's know heavy, is I was That's a the- heavy bout of food poisoning that knocks well, you out to that degree. It sure is, but I was on the edge and so many people listening, their body is just trying to hold it together, even if they don't realize it. And I didn't realize it either. And that one little push was all my adrenals needed to tumble down the mountainside. So mm, so interesting. It may not have been the, a terrible bout. It might've just been even a small bout, but it was enough to kind of break, break you down. 
And I have to say, I want to make sure everyone heard this, that you were in engineering working like, you know, badass corporate dame here. And you were doing everything thinking like, hey, I got all this. You have a child, you have this bout, and all of a sudden your life changes. That's right. And, you know, I'm my father is a physician. I grew up working in the hospital. I was I was a certified nursing assistant. I helped in his practice. Medicine was the way that I viewed the world and the way healing was viewed. And when my health crashed, medicine didn't have any answers for me. I I searched. I went to multiple doctors and I was told that there are no answers. There's nothing we can do for you. And it was and, what really for those that don't know what adrenal fatigue is what you were really, what were you experiencing? What were your symptoms? Um, my symptoms were joint pain, exhaustion, low energy, food sensitivities, um, eczema from the food sensitivities. Those were my primary symptoms. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then you are trying to figure out what the heck's wrong with me. What's going on? That's right. Everything's obviously haywire. I had never had joint pain. (laughs) I'd never had any of these issues to any large degree. And I could barely open a bottle of water. My hands were so inflamed and painful. And Sarah, you and we have very similar backgrounds. I've got a father who was a doctor. I had a grandfather who was a doctor. I went into college thinking I was going to be a doctor my first year. And Western medicine growing up was, that was the end all. Don't look past that. Whatever you have, you can fix with Western medicine. Yeah. And, and, and just to be clear for everybody listening, Western medicine is amazing. It brings us so much treatment. It helps us survive in amazing moments where without it, we would not. But there are times when we have chronic illness that they don't have answers and there are no solutions or the solutions that are being provided aren't working. And that's where I aim to help people who are not finding solutions. Okay. That is so amazing. I wish I had known you when my twins were in their, you know, second and third year of life, I couldn't find a solution for what was going on with them. And it was this chronic, Every, you know, my son was getting this and he had, he was preemie and he had uh, lung, you know, difficulties initially and I couldn't get him past. Like he always got these like horrific colds that just flattened him out. And so I went down the route too of trying to find a holistic approach to him. And it was a game changer for me, opening up that door, that doorway into a completely different world that I didn't know. Wonderful. And you really did it. I mean, you were like, all right. So what happened that really excited you about there's more, there's more than just what you had already known being a nurse and being in this, uh, you know, as a, as a daughter to a doctor. Well, Hillary, I have to be honest. I was just desperate. I mean, I was, I was uh, non-functional. I was laying on the couch with my two-year-old, you know, dragging me, trying to drag me off the couch to function. And I just, I just couldn't cause I had no energy. And so desperation just kept pushing me for answers and pushing me for answers. And we looked and we looked and we tried so many different things and they got us little incremental improvements until we found energy medicine and energy healing. And within three sessions, 80% of our food sensitivities were gone. We, we couldn't eat anything. It was horrible. And I was completely hooked. So are you saying when you say we, is this your child and yourself? You both were having these kind of similar symptoms. That's correct. He had, he had food sensitivities and digestive issues. Uh, he didn't have, of course, the adrenal burnout. And I had chronic, by that point, I had chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, I had complete messed up gut with tons of food sensitivities, completely burned out adrenals. And, um, so yes, we both were in this quagmire together. And so you were introduced to what exactly was it that 80%, right? This is like, okay, what exactly was it that helped you? It was getting the energetic blocks out of the way that were in my body that were keeping me from being able to heal. 
So you know I'm gonna you you know I'm gonna ask you that next question. Energetic blocks for those that don't know what that is. Can you can break this down for us? Super simple, folks. Energetic blocks are stresses. It's all they are. Stresses that are created by any kind of stress, injury, infection, illness. Uh, emotional trauma um, or stuck emotion, mental belief systems, abuse, uh, controlling relationships, anything, these blocks get stuck in the body and they disturb the body's function. Think of it as a traffic jam that is clogging the flow of vitality in your body. Mm, That's a great way to put it. I've never heard it say that, you know, it's a traffic jam and it's basically blocking you're sitting on that freeway and you're not able to move can't even exit can't even exit off of the off-ramp so you you get this opportunity to start to feel what you are gaining from energy medicine at this point had you already had to give up the uh engineering job because you were facing all of these, you know, these situations that you, that you said about, you know, the joint pain and you had eczema and you had all these different things. Were you already pretty much not doing that? Or were you still tapping into that before you start to be like, oh my gosh, I, this could change my life and my business. So I was working part-time. I, I had the fortune of being able to do that, to be with my child and I, I was only working a small amount, which is good. I physically wouldn't have been able to do more until I got to this point where we started getting major results. And then I started taking some training to be able to do it for myself rather than having to call a practitioner every time we had a problem. I wanted to empower myself and know how to do this. So that's when I started taking some training. I still had no idea that I would leave my career behind and stumble upon this whole new calling. Okay. So how'd you make that shift? Cause that is a big one. I mean, we are talking left brain, logical engineering to all of a sudden about as far right with creativity and energy, right brain. I mean, how did this shift come up? So what happened oddly enough is we started getting amazing results and my friends started asking for help. So I was um, a member of a holistic moms group and people started getting interested in how we were finding such healing. And I started saying, oh, well, come over and I'll see if I can do something for you. And so just with casual conversation and being at play dates and play groups, I started realizing that I could help other people. And I kind of got hooked on that. And so at that point, did you, did you wake up one day and say, I want to be an energy healer. And this is the business that I'm going to, you know, as an entrepreneur, I'm going to start this now. I think it was more organic and a little, maybe more baby steps, but I basically felt deep within me. I need to take some training. And then I took the training like, wow, um, I need to start doing this for people. And then I started take, taking court, more courses and certifications and that. So within the course of, let's say a few weeks, I started to realize, wow, this might open doors for me to actually do this. Of course, I had no idea that it would evolve into what I'm doing today, but um, it, was, it was enough to get me to take that next step. So there's a lot of different um, uh, modalities out there for energy clearing uh, you and I discussed this and, you know, there's, there's Reiki and other, you know, acupuncture and other, other modalities, but you have really, I mean, a wealth of knowledge across a lot of different modalities. Can you share with us, how did you end up specializing in really health? So I've always had a fascination about the body, probably because I was in tow with my dad while he was making rounds with patients and I helped in his office. I even took an anatomy class in high school, which was, it's amazing that it was even available, but I've always had a fascination and a love of understanding how the body works. And 
I feel that's how my engineering training actually helps in what I do today. I view everything as a system. And when a system has a problem, there should be a way to fix it by looking at the whole system. We can't isolate little bits and pieces usually of a system. The system affects it all. The same is true with the body. So I've always had this fascination and my engineering training kind of reinforced that, if you will. And it's kind of what has pushed me onward. So I have this very deep curiosity about how the mind and the body relate. And through my training, I got exposed to a lot of that information. And as I did sessions with people and used my different tools, because I have training in quite a few tools myself, it all just started to come together in a very organic way and a very beautiful way into what it is today, which is my own healing method of moving energy. So you have now created your own process. That's correct. And so before we go and touch into your own process, um, you started noticing that you were able to do this. Is this something that is anybody can learn this or are there certain people that just have that gift, that inner guidance? What? What, why are you so good at what you do? So I, I believe it's a little bit of both. I deeply, honestly believe every single one of us has intuition and the ability to tap into it and can nurture and learn how to tune into our bodies and use those intuitive gifts. Uh, we each have particular strengths, just like our normal personality. So we have certain senses that are stronger, certain ones that are less. Um, but we all have these gifts. So I've taught people how to tune into their intuition, how to start using it, how to find it when they didn't know it existed. Um, but I also believe that some of us are just really good at being, at having the skills to follow what the body wants to share. So I can direct, I'm not really a medium. I, I, that's not my thing. So I have strong intuition, but it's really about reading the body and letting the body tell me where it's stuck and what it needs me to do for it, how, how I can serve it. So I, I guess intuition can be directed differently depending on our gifts. So what I'd like to understand, you said that you can tap into, everyone can tap into your intuition. Do you have a way to help people start to do that? What, what's your recommendation if you're like, wait, I'm not really tapped into my intuition right now. What would you say? Here's a great way to start that. I would actually say two things. The first thing I would say is you're likely already are, you just don't realize it. So when you feel, oh, I need to call that person or, oh, I'm, I'm backing out of the garage, but I forgot something. It flashes in your head. That's your intuition. Okay. So most of us are tuning into that. We just don't realize it. Um, and the second thing is we've got to create space. We've got to calm our nervous system. Oh, that is, that is so powerful because we are so busy being busy. We've got so much clutter, so much noise going on in our head that it is sometimes challenging to, you know, we may hear a little like voice, like, oh, you know, call that person or do this. And then we don't listen to it. We hear it, but we're like, no, we put too many other things on top of it. Well, we unfortunately have to take a very fast break and I am excited to come back, share with you how we actually, uh, Sarah and I actually went through a process that she does with people. And I'm going to share my experience. We're going to talk more about what exactly it did, how she did it when we come back. So don't miss this next segment. This episode is brought to you by my very own Labor of Love, my most recent book, Relaunch. This book is a collection of my stories, other stories, and is a motivational guide to living a new 3HQ lifestyle, sparking your heart to ignite your life. It's available for purchase via Amazon. Get ready to try on the 3HQ method that I've been using for years throughout my entire life, reaching the next level in all areas, both professionally and personally. Get your copy today at www.therelaunchbook.com.
I know what you're all thinking. Hillary, cut to the chase. Let us know what is all this about energy healing and what was my experience. I'm going to share that with you. I've got Sarah Lescano with me. We are talking all thing energy healing. She is a best-selling author. This is such a, an amazingly cool topic, and we're only just about to jump into the real juicy part of it. And that is what exactly, what is energy healing? Sarah, help us break this like kind of crazy, crazy idea down. So when you go to the doctor, you have an EKG. They're measuring the energy of your heart. I bet you might not have known that. And when you have an EEG, they're measuring the energy of your brain. So it's well established that the body has energy, but we have energy other places too. It's not just those two places and it's more subtle. So it's harder to measure. An energy healer is working with this energy that's moving around the body and looking for places where that energy is constricted, blocked, having trouble moving. So an energy healer lifts off those blocks that are clogging up the works so that the energy can move freely, which is just like if you have your circulation blocked, you know, you block the circulation of your blood. Some, something's going to start, start tingling. It's going to start dying eventually. The same is true with energy flow. We need that flow to be vitally healthy. We restore it. The body can instantly start to heal. Uh, so when I first heard this, and I always love talking and getting to know any of my guests, I said, all right, so let's book an appointment. I want to I have this experience with you. And I said, but here's the problem. You're in D.C., right? D.C. area. And I'm in Colorado. How do we do this? And will it work over a Zoom call? And you said, you know what? It absolutely will. So can you explain first and foremost, how does this work when you're not with me in person? So for any science geeks in the audience, you guys can look this up. It's quantum physics. It's explained by quantum physics. And they have done studies that show when you split an atom in half, bring them far apart and excite one half of the atom, the other half instantly responds. And that's because we're part of a system. So when I tune into your energy, I create a system. And I can feel your energy just as if you were sitting with me where I am. That is a great way to explain it. I usually say it's like tuning forks, right? Tuning forks aren't together. They're apart. But when one starts to vibrate, the other one vibrates exactly the same. Yes. And again, you, what you're saying is that miles don't matter. It's still miles the same, same concept, which... I, I think is so fascinating when, if we're really looking at this, everything is energy, then you can really understand how Sarah could tap into my energy, even over a Zoom call. So when we got on the call, did you immediately know what was going on with me? Or did I have to walk you through? I always wonder, is that something, and again, everyone, we have not had a follow-up conversation because I wanted that to be on this live radio show. So is it something that you got on and you were immediately like, I know exactly what's going on with Hillary, or did I have to kind of say what I thought it was to spur some ideas for you? So I really... I feel very strongly about ethics. I think ethics are super important and I don't tune into anybody's energy without their permission or at the wrong time. So when I work with a client, I don't tune into their energy until it's time for the session. And I do that for a variety of reasons, but I also, I like to listen to what you have to tell me because it's important. Your intuition and system is working with me. And what you have to tell me is always important. So I listen and then I tune in and start picking up on information. So what I initially said to you was, Hey, and I, you know, everybody is listening. You're going to hear some things. 
Wow. But I have, I'm in perimenopause, right? I've got this thing. It just seems to keep going, keep going, keep going. And they always say, oh, you know, it's going to be, you know, if you have a year of um, menses or menstruation, whatever you want to call it, if you haven't for a year, then you're pretty much done and you're officially in menopause. Well, I can't even get past a couple weeks. And so I am like, good grief, this might go on until I'm about 100 years old. So I open up with this. And Sarah, I was wondering, is this what you were thinking was my energy block? Or I know we continue down the path of, you know, that you found a couple other things, um, one of which was a a sadness, a block around, you know, losing my dad recently, losing my mom recently. I mean, you really tapped into that saying that this is all interrelated. Did you immediately, could you feel it once I said, hey, I'm welcoming you into my energy. I'm asking you as my energy healer, what, what happened to you? What, what experience, what came through? Well, it's actually really interesting, Hillary, your, your case, because Oftentimes, hormonal imbalances are an issue in the liver energy. And that's what my brain was telling me while we were chatting. Uh, I don't make any judgments, don't get too attached to it. But, you know, that's a typical place for energy disruption for hormones. However, when we tuned in, if you recall, the issue was not there, but in the master hormone controller, the pituitary gland. Now, I couldn't have known that. My intellect would have led me in a different direction. But when I tuned in and listened, that's what came up. And that's where we went for healing. It was so interesting because you immediately, and you also um, asked me if I had a familiarity with a couple herbs. And you said, sometimes it's minerals. I think that's what you said. Sometimes it's herbs, sometimes. And again, very much from the earth from you know the not not hey have you tried this you know medicine per se but but really giving me an alternative which i really loved now you offer up that it's you know in your pituitary you say hey you need to be trying this or you know potentially you should look into this i think you were really great about not you know prescribing and you just said hey check this out and if it if it feels intuitively right but once you did that and were you doing other things behind the scenes with my energy? Well, anytime I'm tuned in, I am shifting energy. So anytime we talk about the pituitary, I'm shifting blocks out of that place in the body and allowing the body to start flowing and healing itself. This is one of my core beliefs. The body knows how to heal. And if we can just get the blocks that are keeping it from getting into balance out of the way, all of a sudden it clicks into gear. Mm. So you now are, okay, I got, I got to take you here though, because this is still so fascinating. So you're going in there. My energy is on that highway. It's blocked. I'm sitting there. I can't get off of the off ramp. And what exactly are you doing? I'm using my focused intention to clear blocks that I feel, see, hear, connect with. And I'm, it, you could envision grabbing a snarl of, of tangled yarn and pulling it out of the body and letting it go. It no longer is serving you. You don't need it anymore. And that leaves that tangle gone. The body now is more open and clear without that block there. And once you remove that, that snarled whole ball of yarn and you're pulling it out and it's now open, I kind of think of it like a, uh, an artery, right? Or yep. you've got a carotid artery and if there's any block in there and you need, which my dad had 95% blockage and he had to go in and have it cleaned out. That's kind of what you're doing for the energy. Yep, exactly. And so once you do that, how long will it stay open? forever, unless something else comes along and reclogs it. So once we remove an energy blockage, it is gone. There is no, oh, uh, the the healing fell out. My symptom came back. Well, no, that's not the case. What might've happened is something else came up to be cleared and healed that was buried more deeply. So this is in holistic healing. This is called the layers of the onion. 
Uh, but I very rarely go back to the same thing more than two to three times. So once an energy block is gone, it's gone. So then for somebody like me, we work together for about an hour. And at that point, you have cleared out my energy. Did you clear out all the energy in my body or just this area? I cleared out the aspect. So one thing about my work is it gets very precise uh, and that's what allows me to get amazing results really quickly is that I can pinpoint exactly where something is disturbing the body and what aspect is, is connected to it. Let's just say the pituitary to a sense of self, you know, just as an example, I clear that. Well, the next session, a, a month later, three weeks, two weeks later, whenever, maybe there's another energy disruption in the pituitary, but it's related to the, to the link between the adrenals and stress. So it can have different uh, aspects, you see? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's almost like what I do with limiting beliefs and bugs, beliefs underground surfacing. I have the process called the belief blaster, and I take people through their limiting belief, but it's like tentacles, right? Once you start to work on that one, then it might release something else. And we need to be thinking it's constant improvement. We just keep moving forward. We will be right back and we are going to hear the answer to this specific question about, can you free up your energy to such a degree that you are literally energy moving, flowing free? This episode is brought to you by my very own Labor of Love, my most recent book, Relaunch. This book is a collection of my stories, other stories, and is a motivational guide to living a new 3HQ lifestyle, sparking your heart to ignite your life. It's available for purchase via Amazon. Get ready to try on the 3HQ method that I've been using for years throughout my entire life, reaching the next level in all areas, both professionally and personally. Get your copy today at www.therelaunchbook.com. Hey everyone, welcome back. We are so excited because at this point, Sarah, who is the energy healer, best-selling author, is going to share with us, is there a point when your energy is actually like perfectly aligned and you're at that place where you're like every bit of your body is clear of those roadblocks of those you know those stalling out situations is does that ever happen sarah not in the way you're envisioning but there's there's hope We, we get to a point where we can self-maintain. So just like with your belief work, those little nagging little beliefs might always, you might hear them still, but you're going to be able to say, oh, I see you. I'm not listening to you. And you go right on ahead with your day. The same is true with our energy disruptions. We might feel old emotion or old blockage or the irritation of a, of a a late flight, you know, a 20 hour delayed flight. Uh, we might feel that emotion, but we learn how to process it so that it doesn't get stored. We're human. We're always going to feel that stuff, but we can get to a point where we don't store it and it doesn't disturb our physiology. So is this a, what we would say maintenance for people who want to keep up with like, it's like acupuncture, uh, Reiki, if you want to just have a cleansing out of your energy, how often, if you really don't have any true medical situations, you do have the blocks, because like you said, stress, my gosh, these days with, you know, all the uncertainties in the world, we all have some form of stress. What is your recommendation for a maintenance uh, program around energy clearing? Most people, and what I do for myself is once a month, it's typically a very nice maintenance way to just help us shift out anything that might be stuck, help us keep connecting to our center, help us keep releasing old patterns that might have, have been surfaced. Yeah. So then what 
is really going on with people's health now? Why does it seem like there is more sickness in the world than ever before? I think it's really two reasons, Hillary. I think the first reason is that we we go, go, go and never stop. We don't appreciate yin energy. We don't appreciate slowing down and stopping. Most of us, that's a generalization, but uh, it's all about achievement and going and being social and even fun things can drain our energy and wear us out. So that's the first thing is stress and our nervous systems being overamped. The second thing is we have a complete disconnect in our society about the impact of the mind on the body. Our medical care is only addressing a very small portion of our system. We are a system of thoughts, emotions, and physical body. And to only treat one aspect is not going to result in true healing or lasting healing. That thought we are a, you know, that there's a disconnect between the thoughts, emotions, and the physical body. It really is true. And a lot of times we get so laser focused on, you know, one area that we're not looking at it holistically from the entire self. And I, I think what, you know, when you look at also on TV with all the different ads of every single, you know, medicine and my gosh, I was watching and somehow we couldn't figure out how to turn the commercials off. And I'm not kidding when I say out of, let's say there were five commercials Four were some, for, you know, for some type of drug that was going to help this. And then they listed all these side effects, but this might actually cause this, 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 and this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, that the, the alternative stuff is worse than what you actually have. You know, are you sure you want to go That's down right. that path? So I think that, um, from your recommendation, you said, you know, once a month to just keep it, keep the, keep those highways open throughout your body, being able to have the energy. But now you have some you know, best-selling author, you've got all, you know, you've been doing this a while. What are some tips that people can use right now to improve their physical and mental health through energy clearing? I've got three really awesome tips for you. I can't wait to share them. So the first is super easy. Take five minutes a day to chill, okay? Just five minutes. Clear your mind, do some deep breathing, meditate, pray, whatever calms your mind and gets you into the present moment. Start with just five minutes. You can always build up to 10 or 15, but just that five minutes, you're gonna notice your nervous system starts to calm. Our nervous system affects every single aspect of our health everything from our immune system to our digestion, to our, our heart, our blood pressure, our respirations, everything. So let me ask you before you go on to number two, in regards to this, you know, I love how you just said five minutes to chill. Is it, is it good enough to do five minutes? Or if we did 15, it would be great. Is there like a point where you're like, or is it, you know, the best would be if we stayed in a state of meditation all day. I mean, what is it that we really, you know, need to do if we want to be in the C club or the A club? Okay. So <laughs> five minutes is a great starting place. It will change your life. It's a way to make a habit by making a small change that anyone can do. Even if it's late and you forgot, you're getting ready to sit down in bed. You can take five minutes. It's easy. 15, I find, is a very optimal uh, amount of time for most people per day. I don't really think it takes more than that because here's what happens. When we get in the habit of taking that five minutes, we learn how to get our brain into alpha state and get our body into parasympathetic mode through this mindful practice. We start, it starts bleeding into our non- chilling time. It starts bleeding into our everyday life. And so everything's going to downregulate. Everything's going to be less stressful and easier. And for those that don't know, alpha state, alpha is the state right before Delta when you're falling asleep, right? Alpha is when you're falling asleep or you're in that zone right before. And what you're saying is it, it's at that level that we want to get to so that we can just be, we're not asleep because I know there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, they try to meditate and they fall asleep. 
And through practice, everyone, you can get yourself sit up a little straighter, make yourself in a chair that's not overly comfortable and start there, right? Before you start to do it, you know, as you're in bed, lying down and you fall asleep. Well, you know, that's what we're conditioned to do. But I like that, that you're saying get into that alpha state at least five minutes, but 15, you got it. Because then at that point, you've really helped your nervous system. Okay, your second tip, and that was a great one. My second tip is listen to your body. How often do you hear something that you should do or shouldn't do and don't listen? If you're like me, you do it fairly regularly. (laughs) Your body has tremendous wisdom. It has an innate wisdom. It knows how to heal. You cut your finger, your body knows what to do. You don't have to tell it. Listen to that voice in your body, that voice that says, hmm, that fried food isn't really going to serve you today. I would, you shouldn't eat it. You're not going to feel good later. Or another cup of coffee is going to disturb your sleep. Whatever it is, start trying to tune in and honor that wisdom that is right there waiting to help guide you toward better next steps. Mm, I, and I have to say, just last night, my husband e is out of town and I had been call after call all day long, one-on-one clients a lot of times on Wednesdays. And I finally, he's out of town. So I'm like, okay, what can I do right now? It's about six o'clock. I decided to put on my shoes, my running shoes and just go out and walk. And I walked and walked and walked and walked. And finally I just happened to walk and I was in front of my favorite Mexican restaurant. And so I went inside and I sat there at the bar and I literally ordered my cheese enchilada, sour cream, you know, rice, beans, taco, my favorite guacamole and chips who, who could not have that. And as I ordered it, I said, all right, I know that this is not good for me, but I did walk here and now I'm committing to walk home. <laughs> not, not, you know, not jump on an Uber, you know, call one. So there is that point to listen to the body. And when food doesn't give you that energy, you're being aware of something. And a lot of times we avoid listening. So I really like that one. And so give me, give me, give me your last, your third one. And my third one is to become aware of your thoughts. So thoughts have energy. Thoughts create emotions and emotions create chemical communicators. They influence our neurotransmitters, our adrenaline and cortisol. They influence our health. So become aware of your thoughts. And when you get stuck in a destructive thought, just distract yourself. It doesn't do you any good to stay in a destructive thought. Just try and get out of it. And what do you, how do you, how do you recommend getting out of that destructive thought, repetitive, you know, a thought that leads to a thought that leads to a thought that leads to a thought. How do you break free? Well, the very first step is to recognize you're in it. And that is typically the hardest part. So once you know you're there, it's like, oh, my mind is going crazy. This is, this is not good. Pull yourself back to the present moment. Take a couple deep breaths. Notice your thought, your, your breath in your body, feel your feet connecting to the earth, get present in your body in the moment. That's the quickest way to get out of the mind. We want to get out of the mind and back in our body grounded. If that doesn't work, take a quick five-minute walk out in nature. That's another. Go lean against a tree. Great ways to ground. And you mentioned at the very beginning that thoughts have energy. And I had mentioned that everything has energy. Can you talk a little bit more about that an actual thought has energy and how that relates to positive thoughts and negative thoughts? So the way that a thought has energy is a thought creates emotion within us. So when we think, I always screw up and always get it wrong, I'll screw up again today, that creates a feeling of hopelessness or despair or anger at ourselves. It's those emotions that are what influence our body and change our body chemistry. So a thought is a catalyst for emotion and emotion is energy in motion. So that's where the thoughts come in. Another really important thing though with thoughts is that 80% of how we view the world is pretty much set by the time we're six or seven, which is when our logical mind just starts kicking on. So our subconscious mind is full 
of thoughts that have been programmed that we may not even know about. And that's another huge gift that energy healing or medical intuition can bring is that we can tap into that place where things might be hidden. Mm, so your book that you wrote, can you share a little bit about that and what your key message of what you're trying to deliver was? So uh, the book that I wrote was a chapter on my own journey and how my relaunch really. <laughs> and the primary message that I really want people to understand is just what we've been talking about here today. There are solutions when we feel hopeless and we feel stuck and there's nowhere to turn. There are solutions. So keep looking because we all deserve to feel good and we all deserve to feel joy and it's possible. It's possible for you. Mm, and it really is. And I love that you're giving us an alternative. Um, when you think about, and can you share with us a little bit more about what, what primary modalities do you cover in your, in your overall energy healing work? So when I'm working with the body, I'm working with everything from the physical body, the organs, the systems, the tissues, the cells, epigenetics. I'm working with the mental body, emotional energy from the past or the present that might be disturbing. I'm working with belief systems, either conscious or subconscious from our families or our own experiences. I'm even working with spiritual disruptions, so attachments to past traumas, to past situations, accidents, injuries, whatever it might be. A lot of times it's, it's people that we get attached to that we need to disconnect. So both in what I practice in my, um, my own work and what I teach is how to navigate all of those parts of the system, the entire system with um with being able to do it from a body led place letting the client's body lead the way not the practitioner's intellect and so when you say about you know you really i i didn't i don't think i heard anything uh outside of the body i mean you're you're hitting it all right i mean you yes. literally are exploring every single area and opening up those energy clearing. I loved when I was working with you that you did touch on all of it. And what I wanted to say was after, you know, we did that Monday, today is Thursday. What I've noticed is that I feel lighter. I feel less, um, less like uh, drawn down in the sense I'm, um, things are happening, you know, clearly there's lots going on with business and with life. And I'm just, I'm, I'm going through it a little lighter. So would that all be a reflection of what you did with the clearing? Absolutely. That's one of the most common responses is, wow, I just feel lighter and everything's a little easier. And that's because things are flowing and they're not as overwhelming and they're not as heavy. It really is true. I really have this sense of um, that when I think about things that maybe even last week were like, oh boy, I'm, um, I'm floating on top of it and not just caught up in the mundane of it. It's really fascinating, everyone. So one of the things I always like to, as I'm wrapping up, I love to ask, you know, what what do you recommend right now that would be like you're sitting with your girlfriends you're like oh my god tell me one thing that you absolutely love right now that you would recommend so we were chatting about um what's behind me and our in my in my uh, backdrop here and salt lamps are such an amazing creation because they ground us. It's a big rock. So if you're into crystals, you know that rocks really ground us. They have a heavier energy than we are. It emits a soft healing glow that soothes us emotionally. And they emit positive ions, which actually help us physically feel better. So, so everyone, needs to, everyone needs to go out and get themselves a Himalayan salt lamp. 
And they're cheap. (laughs) And they're cheap. I have some. I told her I have a few of those as well. So where can people continue to reach out to you and experience if they would like to one of your sessions? RayZenEnergy.com is the best place to find me. And I have all sorts of resources available there for, uh, for learning and experiencing. Ah, So we will put this in the show notes. And again, Sarah, so awesome to have you here. Everybody give it a shot, give it a try. And I have to say one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is next week, I have a free workshop on the 3HQ and how it can impact your life and create additional success. And by having my emotional blocks and and my energy cleared, I feel so much more tapped into what I'm going to share with people in this free workshop. So if you haven't signed up, sign up now by going to therelaunchco.com, therelaunchco.com, and don't miss this free workshop. And next week, I am super excited to have Melissa Mintz. She is a clinical psychologist and author of her upcoming book, Has your child been traumatized? And here's what's great. We started to hear about that today. Zero to six, Sarah Lasconza told us about our subconscious, about what's going on behind the scenes that's already been established by the time you're six or seven. And so we're gonna go deeper into that so that you understand what happened to you as a child and what's happening to potentially your kids or your nieces and nephews. It's gonna be super interesting how we are gaining more insight into not only ourselves with energy clearing, but also really understanding how it's affected us from such an early age and stages of our lives and how if we don't tackle these, they only continue to persist. So please go set yourself up. Sarah, you had also mentioned you have a free discovery session or not free. I don't know if it's free, but some short discovery session that will allow people to get kind of that first taste. Is that true? Um, I do have a discovery session and I have a free 10 minute stressless mini. So that's available on my website too. Yes. Love that. Everyone go check it out. And again, Sarah, thank you so much. And we will be back here next week. Relaunch now. Take care, everyone. You've just heard another episode of the Relaunch Podcast. If something shared in this episode resonated with you, please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review and share this episode with others to inspire them to take the small steps that lead to a life full of purpose and possibility. And remember, you can have immediate access to the show notes and any giveaways at therelaunchco.com backslash podcast. Until next week, now is your time to relaunch your transition into a transformation.